Welcome back to First Horizon Park here in downtown Nashville. It's Jeff Hem back with you. Sounds on deck presented by Pepsi. And tonight the sounds continue this six game series with the Norfolk Tides. And we are joined by a familiar face, one of the anchors of last year's pitching staff, now working as a coach and instructor in player development for the Brewers, Josh Lindblom. Josh, it's always good to see you around the sounds. It feels fitting that you're here this week and around the group because we, we miss you in a sense. You always felt like a coach last year. Now you're truly a coach in a, a new role with the Brewers. So congratulations on it. And what's it been like so far? Well, at first, I thought you were going to say anchor of the press box. <laughs> um, no, it's been good. Doesn't feel, I mean, obviously the one thing that's changed is I'm not here every day. Mm -hmm. And so that's a little different. That routine's different, but, you know, showing up, there's a lot of familiar faces here. Feel, I mean, feels like coming home. What are you hoping to bring in the role that you're in? Um, you know, I think that's something I'm still trying to figure out a little bit, which is fine. Uh, I think there's a period of anytime you start something new, you feel like you should be doing more than you are. Mm -hmm. um, but being here, I think just being here has been good. Like I said, talking with teammates from last year, getting to meet some new guys, mm -hmm. connecting with new guys, letting guys know that I am a resource that they can use. Um, obviously, great coaching staff here. So I don't, I don't really need to be focused on any of the day-to-day -day mm -hmm. coaching. Like, I don't need to be a coach. I don't need to be a remote coach. But if there's anything that I can provide, perspective, yeah. or whatever that might be for these guys, I think that's good. You know, you got so much accomplished on the field last year. You pitched well. You're, you're only 35. That's not an unheard of age to keep mm -hmm. going. How did you go about the decision of, of retiring as a player? And, and when did you come to grips with that decision? I joke, somebody asked me that earlier this offseason. And I joked around and I said, I knew that I ret actually retired in my mind last February. <laughs> <laughs> which obviously there's a lot more of that a whole season ago. Um, you know, I think the primary thing was last year, uh, it got pretty lonely. Um, not at the field, but it was the first year in my career that I didn't have my family with me. And so the one thing that my wife and I had always committed to is that we were always going to keep our family together. And so I started to see our kids were getting older. Mm -hmm. And if I was going to continue to play, last year was going to be the norm where it was they would visit me in spring training sporadically throughout the course of the year and that's just not something that i um that i really wanted mm -hmm. i wanted to be involved i wanted to be there and i i think that so from the time i was little all you ever want to do is uh all i want to do is play in the big leagues mm -hmm. and i did that and so i was like what like what else could i possibly be chasing like there was nothing really else that I wanted yeah. to add to a resume. Um, I felt like I had accomplished all that I'd wanted to accomplish. And I was really just like, and still am like at peace with the decision to like not be done or yeah. to be done. Um, you know, lay in bed watching you guys on opening night was very comfortable. You guys were cold. Um, <coughs> you didn't feel you bad for us. I didn't. <laughs> I didn't. And you know, I turned to Ariel and I said, if I was in that dugout now, I think that I would be miserable yeah. because I wouldn't be at home. Mm -hmm. And like that just kind of confirmed the decision yeah. just to be done. So, you know, late last year had the Sounds beaten Durham in that game in Vegas. Mm -hmm. You were going to pitch the next game. So it sounds like you already knew what whether you were going to pitch that game mm -hmm. or not, like that whatever your last yeah. outing was was going to be your last yeah. outing. Yeah. And I, don't, I mean, I don't know if that was kind of, you know, the last month that I had was awesome. Um, and I don't know if that had something to do with the performance where it was like, hey, I've got 
four to five more of these things. Like, mm -hmm. let's lock in, let's finish strong. Yeah, so I, I mean, I knew that it was whatever that outing was, like whether I pitched in the championship or I think the last game was against Louisville. Yeah. Um, like that was going to be it. Uh, and, you know, you, I think you always want to go out on like a good note. But like we don't – you don't get to choose your ending. Um, and I told after the game, um, talking with the guys in the clubhouse, I said, you know, the one thing that I that I realized, I had a friend ask me about, about what does it look like to finish well. And what I told the team was, you know, I realized that, that we don't get to pick when we finish. We don't get to choose when the ending comes, but we can choose or how we spend each and every one of those moments up until the ending is revealed to us. Mm -hmm. And then we live with the result. So like, it, it just felt, it felt natural. There was yeah. a piece about it where I like wasn't, I was sad to not compete. I was sad to not be around the guys, but like, like you said, I'm 35. Like I got four young kids, yeah. like to be with them. Like I love it. I'm yeah. coaching, I coach basketball off season. I'm coaching baseball now so like it's it's been a blast it it sounds like the role that you have you're going to get a lot of the family time that you mm -hmm. want and and need and kind of the whole reason you felt like it was time to retire so feels like you're dipping a toe in the water yeah. i guess into into the coaching world yeah. some guys retire and they take five years off completely others yeah. get right in it feels like you're going to kind of if you end up wanting to be a yeah. full-time coach you're gradually getting into it yeah that was the uh, the one thing that my wife and i talked about is like i don't do well with like just sitting it's just not in my yeah. personality to like do nothing and so I knew whatever it was that I did the primary the primary focus was family so like whatever I did I didn't want it to like rip me away from my family like baseball does and so that was my priority is like how do I spend as much time with my family as possible um, and then the Brewers you know reached out and we started working through this and so like whatever I did like if I went and got a nine-to-five job at home like I would work from nine to five. I'd get home, I'd spend a couple hours with the kids. And with this, it's like four to five day trips. Um, and so whatever I was gonna do, I was gonna have to be away from my family, but something like this was able to, it helps me maximize my time with them. It's always good to see you, man. I know we'll see you a few times over the course of the season. Excited for you in this role. Excited to see how happy you are with your family. And uh, thanks as always, bud. Yep, always, thank you. All right, right-hander, I called you right-hander. Assistant right to player development. Right, right handed. You're still right, right handed. Yeah. Josh Lindblom, our guest <laughs> here on Sounds on Deck. Stay tuned. The starting lineups and first pitch are coming up next.